now proudly presented on SNME. That's Sunday night's main event. Heavy traffic during 4-5. Got a hustle on the own time. Color people every port side. We just people from the north side. Want some teammates at the shore fine. Winter ready on the four ties. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George Bakai, back here in the Straight Talk Studios. Now, when this episode drops, going to be sometime in October. So spooky season's around. Obviously, I'm going to talk horror movies and spooky stuff with this gentleman. Pick his brain on that. But without further ado... Let me welcome the next man up in Ontario, and I'll get to what that means in a little bit. The one and only Van City Vulture, Judas Icarus. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. Again, thank you so much for uh, giving us the time on our podcast to talk all things you and let people who may not know you so well get a deep dive into everything that is Judas Icarus. So awesome. first thing is when I introduced you, I introduced you as the next man up. Now, if people may not know that. Josh Alexander recently returned to Straight Talk Wrestling. He's been on the show about five or six times. It's been an honor and privilege to have him and mm -hmm. call him a friend. And I asked him who in Canada we should be keeping our eyes on. Is it who is the next man or woman up we should really be paying attention to? And he said, you. Mm. He said, Judas Icarus is the guy you got to keep your eyes on. He had a match with you. And since then, he's been following you. And he likes everything he sees. Yeah. So when you... When you get some kind of an endorsement like that from the longest reigning Impact World Champion and arguably mm -hmm. one of the best talents Canada has produced in the modern era of pro wrestling, mm -hmm. what does that mm -hmm. mean for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy, too, because it's it's somebody like prior to our match that I really kind of looked up to as far as like style wise um, and kind of like presentation wise. Um so to like have that match, obviously, just because, um, you know, he worked pretty frequently at, at 365 or PWA at the time. Um, and to like have that opportunity from, uh, you know, Eddie Osborne, who who gave who booked the match and everything. Um, it just like it, it all it all works super well. And I'm really glad I'm really happy that that he really liked the match. Um, and it just, it feels really cool, too, because like after the match, he was he was very happy um, and, and I, I was I was stoked. It was it was hard fought. It was it was it was tough. Um, it was everything that I wanted as well. Um, and for him to like continuously, even though like, uh, you know, it's been like two, maybe even like three years removed from that. I think, yeah, pretty close. I think it was early 2020. Um for him to like still be vouching for me, I think it is is so cool. You know what I mean? To still have me in in his mind and still be like watching me. Like we, he still messages me every once in a while, and um, we still talk. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen him probably in in, in about a oh no, I, I saw him actually pretty recently, like earlier this year. Um, but yeah, it's just we don't see each other pretty often. But for him to like still be um, you know, thinking about me and 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 watching my stuff and watching my career, it's it's insanely cool. Um, but it also adds like a bit of uh, like good pressure, you know what I mean? Like that, that somebody like that is, 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 um, you know, uh, looking out for the stuff that you do and, 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 and the quality that you kind of give out. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really massive. Um, that's really cool. It's really, it's a really crazy general feeling. Yeah. It's hard to pin down. <laughs> I like that crazy general feeling though. Yeah. That's a that's a great answer to that. Um nice. now I actually had the honor and privilege to call your match at Destiny World Wrestling a couple weeks ago. I was on the commentary table and I was awesome. able to call that match. And you went yeah. up against uh my best friend, Gabriel Fuerza. Uh mm. he's never admitted it, but also never denied it. So right. it's factual. And you oh. went head to head with uh someone who looking at you guys from a distance or at the peripheral, 
you guys mirror each other in terms <laughs> of look style ring like ring awareness ring iq it was literally like watching a mirror image of a person fighting themselves it was an incredible mm. match to call and an incredible match to take in i mean nice. that was your introduction to a lot of us here in ontario because mm. i had heard your name but i'd never had a chance to see you live so all yeah. of a sudden i see you and you just absolutely steal the show you two arguably had match of the night next to the main event just to just to get this kind of whole thing in perspective your career has started off like a whisper but now it's like a yell everybody knows who Judas Icarus is and what he brings to the table and how important is it for you I mean accolades and achievements and clout is great but having people consistently talking about you after your 20 minute match weeks later I mean, that's, again, that's like you you mentioned earlier, good pressure. And if people don't know what good pressure and bad pressure is, we'll get to that in a minute. But what's that like knowing that people are still, your matches are still resonating weeks mm. after you've had them? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what, um, you know, going into a match, that's always kind of like the idea that, you know, you should or or, or should try and have. I know it, it doesn't really matter like where you are or what kind of audience you're in front of or what you want to present as long as you're still presenting like the same um you know the the same overall persona that you're you're wanting to give off and the same overall vibe that you're wanting to you know have everyone know um I think it's just yeah it's 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 insanely important to just be like consistent um and I think uh I try and do that uh, for the most part um some outliers obviously but uh it's also you know fun to have fun there um uh, but uh yeah it 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 feels yeah re really cool um because that's yeah that's what we're trying to do right so um when it does work out like that and, and and everything you know obviously you can do so much beforehand but like once it's completed and done and over with um I think it's important too to be you know happy and um be able to look back on those kind of matches and and, and be happy with it and yeah, hope you can kind of return and 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 one up it again. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think yeah. you will. I, I don't think Destiny World Wrestling or any other promotions on Ontario are. Uh, you are if you are not on their short list, you absolutely should be because everyone Thank should you. see you work and everyone you should go up against the best that Ontario has. And I mean that with uh, all of the respect in the world because I've never stepped in a ring. But I've been a wrestling fan my whole life, and now I'm a commentator here in Ontario with three or four different promotions, which is a blessing, and it's That's very awesome. humbling. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate very that. Very cool. Yeah, and it's it's great to be the voice of Ontario because, let's be honest, I don't have a face for pro wrestling, but I do have a voice. <laughs> it's very calm. It's very soothing. It's also very sarcastic. So uh, a lot of times I can pull off that Bobby the Brain Heenan or Jesse the Body Ventura vibe very easily, I think. Mm, mm, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so good pressure bad pressure yeah bad pressure would be oh you know i've gotta i gotta go to work tomorrow then i gotta go to the gym i gotta make sure all my bills are paid i gotta book this flight i gotta make sure i pack all my gear i gotta double check that i packed all my gear and then there's good pressure like josh alexander still keeping tabs on you years mm -hmm. later removed from your match good pressure like going one-on-one -on -one with arguably one of the greatest x division champions of all time in chris saban Mm. And just building this legacy already at such a young age of who exactly Judas Icarus is and who he wants to be. So mm -hmm. do you feel like I've hit the nail on the coffin in terms of good pressure and bad pressure in terms of kind of describing it to people? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's crazy, though, too, because um, they kind of 
sometimes end up being um, one and the same, you know, like there it's, it's very easy for, for a good pressure to turn into bad pressure, or bad pressure to turn into good pressure. Um, it just kind of depends on, on, on how you're able to kind of like eat it and, and look at it. Um, you know, especially like kind of the, the, you know, things that kind of just pop up on you randomly or, or, or even things that you've known for long in advance. Um, I think, I think both of those can like come with their, their difficulties and, and, and then their positives as well. Just like trying to figure out, you know, whether either you get too much time to think about it and then you get, you know, anxiety about it or you don't have enough time and, and, and you get anxiety about it. You don't have enough time to prepare. You feel like, um, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think it just depends on, on how you're able to look at it, how you're able to factor in kind of your regular own life as well. Um, you know, like your, you know, your regular job, your, your, your life, your family life, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think, I think, um, if you can kind of step away every once in a while and just um yeah just be kind of grateful and happy where you are and and the opportunities you're getting and then it you know i feel like you can you can switch it back to to good pressure again so it 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 really does depend yeah that's hard yeah, yeah. I, again a very wise answer and and again i i definitely know i i have you outnumbered by a decade and a bit for sure okay i'm almost mm -hmm. 40 i know you are still well into your 20s so that's good uh Again, so young, but already figured out who you are in and outside of the ring. It's great to find yourself as early and as young as you have. But Judas Icarus, again, uh, if you look on your Instagram, Born Sinner, uh, Van City Vulture, there's all these mm -hmm. monikers that kind of follow. And I feel like the character of Judas Icarus, I don't know how well it mirrors you personally. You're very mm -hmm. quiet and soft-spoken, but in the ring you can go and you have no ability to smack somebody in the face, but also have this grin shit eating grin on your face when you're like, yeah, I'm whooping your ass and I love every minute of it. So mm -hmm. what, what it is, what it is it about Judas Icarus that you kind of walk that line between who you are behind the curtain and who you are in front of the curtain, where does Judas mm. mesh? Mm, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, I, 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 I guess it kind of, um, yeah, I, I think I think I like to uh, present just like uh, personally, just like very uh, open and 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 um, yeah, like uh, um, approachable, I guess um, for sure. Uh, that's the vibe I'd, I'd I'd really like to give off at least every single time I I meet somebody. Um, uh, and then yeah, I mean I mean the character is kind of just a mix of of what uh, I appreciate in like different, you know, like disciplines of like art, uh, different disciplines of like wrestling. Um, and then, yeah, it, it, I feel, I feel like that's kind of more what it is as opposed to uh, like an offshoot of like my own personality. It's kind of just more uh, what I appreciate the most in, in, in other wrestling and, and in other like forms of art, like music and, and, uh like films and stuff um but i think i think a lot of the time they say that like your your character should be not like super far away from like what you are or who you are um and and i think that's you know true to some extent but i think also you can um you can kind of get further and further away as as you become kind of more comfortable um in in who your character is and, and who you want it to be i think that's the most important part is who you, who you want it to be um and and even if it feels uncomfortable for for quite a while um i think it's just like 
you got to sit in the in the uncomfortableness of it. Um, it, it. It won't feel right for for quite a while, um, and that's just the case. It feels like for everybody, like it doesn't it doesn't feel completely right for for quite a while. And I'm I'm still figuring it out. I'm no, I'm nowhere close to um, perfecting who who I want to be and what what I want to give off exactly as as a presentation. Um, so yeah, I th I think it's I think it's just. Um, Finding whatever speaks to you, um, and 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 uh, the way I present in the ring is 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 something that I'm I'm happy with, and 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 I want to kind of continue and then dig deeper in, in in exploring how I can even pin down more exactly uh, what like the character is or what the overall presentation is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I I totally get that, and I understand mm -hmm. that, and I mean. A lot of people who might not know their mythology or their biblical uh, histor history, uh, mm. Judas was obviously the apostle that sold out Jesus. Yeah. Icarus, in Greek mythology, uh, flew too close to the sun. He achieved flight as a human, but flew too close to the sun and fell because the gods didn't want to have somebody competing with them. So mm. when you mash those two very different juxtapositions, again, mm. somebody who sold out the son of God, and somebody who tried to fly to become a god and fell from grace. Both characters ideally falling from grace at one point mm -hmm. or another in their lives. How did you come up with meshing Judas and Icarus together in such mm -hmm. a fluid form? Yeah, so I mean, um, and I think a lot of people, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people have like a lot of questions. It's it's pretty, it's usually positive for the most part about the the name, but I I, I hear some like some negatives as well because it is it is kind of a a hard pill to swallow. It sounds kind of uh, corny, I think at times for sure. Um, and I, like my trainer thought the same thing for a while. Like when I had decided that that's um, what I wanted and how I, what I wanted to be to be called and and presented as, and 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 there was a, a bit of pushback there. But he he's you know. Um, he was very much willing to to let me figure it out on my own, and and I'm 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 really happy with uh, yeah, what where where I've gotten and and what I've stuck with it. I I getting there though, um, it's hard to say. I know I think I think Judas was always um a must for me for whatever reason. Um, Judas felt like um, yeah, something that just had to be part of it. That's I think that was like really just like the you know, core to the apple of, of the idea of what I wanted my, my character to, and, and, and my presentation to always be like. So, um, I think that's really helped me just, you know, branch further out and in, in, into what I want to be. Um, but it was, it was, it was for sure. Um, and then Icarus, yeah. Uh, Icarus was, was harder to come by. I, yeah, I think I had a, a couple different options and, and things that I kind of floated around. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 happy with with what I ended up um, choosing. I'm, I I think it was good. But yeah, Judas Judas was always just kind of the the main the main piece, honestly. Yeah, um, and just working around that, how it made sense. I don't think I super duper did it on purpose to like rhyme. <laughs> um, I just I I was thinking of like uh, I don't know. I just wanted like a, a uniquer sounding name too. Um, yeah yeah it listen it sticks out in your head it 100 does you cannot right. forget the name judas icarus so in my opinion when i saw it i was like i dig it 
I did. Right. I, I've come up with wrestling names when I've created my own characters in video games, and they're always horrible. Like Soldier, yeah. Desperado, Ghost. I, I'm sure. like boring. I'm very boring with my name choices. I, I play it safe. If I was a pro yeah, wrestler, yeah. I'd play it very safe. But sure. you, you, you went out and you went on the limb, and I dig everything about it. So run with the name as long as possible because mm. I feel like that name has now built this legacy. And speaking of legacies, we definitely have to talk about you and Chris Saban. I mean, we're talking about you and Josh Alexander three years ago. You and Chris Saban happened a few months ago. Uh, so yesterday or not two days ago, two days ago, two days ago. So yeah, yeah. sorry, my apologies. Uh, good, well, actually, this would be because we're airing it later. This yeah, about a month and a bit ago. So there you oh. go. We're on point. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, it's sorry, okay. Forgot, Don't worry about it. It's all good. So it happened literally a couple days ago. You're fighting literally someone who is synonymous with the middleweight division, someone oh. who is synonymous with the X division, someone who is probably the grandfather of modern day tag team wrestling in For terms sure. of the smaller teams and For how sure. they build their arsenals in those mm -hmm. tandem maneuvers how does yeah. it feel to be sharing the ring with someone who has the legacy of a chris saban and hanging with him to the point where i know for sure i mean i wasn't in the building but i know he was impressed i don't give a fuck mm -hmm. i i'm gonna say it i know it oh. um yeah i mean i mean it's uh yeah it's 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 hard to yeah find like a for sure way to like pin it down. and i think i think it's it'll take like some time for sure to like actually um resonate on it and 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 uh let it kind of sink in a bit because um yeah it, it was it was um something i wasn't 100 sure uh what was going on for a bit there and then and then so um just to kind of like yeah just a super random it's one of those ones you just got to already be prepared for um which is you know crazy like it's it's um uh yeah it uh, i don't know there's <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of, i i got right now from it i'm still i'm still just kind of reeling and just kind of chilling on it and not on you know just like reposting like the pictures and the videos and stuff and it's just like um yeah it's it's insanely cool he's 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 uh you know mcmg is, is one of those um teams you know that do you obviously do like study for um you do just like you know i gotta create a tag team move or let's you know uh that's exactly who you watch um and yeah i don't know again yeah it's just it's just gonna take some time yeah i'll take some time to figure out I, hey, and that's okay. You're still reeling for. I'm still reeling for. When I looked on the Instagram today, just to make sure there was nothing I missed, I was like, "Holy shit, yeah. Chris Saban! That's ins that's incredible." So kudos that's, to yeah. you, man, because that's what I'm talking about about this legacy that you're building and yeah. these matches that you're leaving it. And and would you agree with me on this point? Where I always say this, and it may be a cliche question that's synonymous with straight talk now, but in terms of pro wrestling, I consider it to be an art form. It's almost like the perfect dance. Yep. If you find that one dance partner that you can groove with, you can have some of the most amazing agility and movesets that come out of this 15, 20 minute contest. Mm. And I don't think people really appreciate the art form for what it is. If you're a wrestling fan, you definitely appreciate the art form, being able mm. to watch a story with no words, but understand everything at its core for wrestling is always going to be good versus evil, uh, bad guy versus good guy, hero versus villain. That's wrestling at its core. But mm. in the story that they tell to get to from that bell ringing to the bell ringing again at the end, there's so many more layers. Uh, would you feel, do you feel like people still sometimes maybe don't understand the artistic value of a pro wrestling match? 
Uh, I think so, for sure. Um, like, I... I think, um, but not like knowingly, they don't uh, appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, you know, a couple months ago, uh, I was at a Dusk Pro Wrestling show and it was uh, Daniel Makabe versus Nicole Matthews. Um, and the beginning of the match was just very technical, uh, like genius, you know, amazing level, uh, you know, like chain ground mat wrestling um and I, it, it felt like and i think a lot of the time sometimes like the crowd doesn't know how much they appreciate it almost um you know they're 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 used to you know the whole show prior to that having you know not not the same build up as that you know what i mean uh you know like just kind of getting right to um you know like the the good guy kind of getting on top of them bad guy taking them down back and forth you know what i mean whereas whereas um they had the opportunity to have you know more 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 time to kind of feel out each other and create more of a, a story and um i think i think sometimes people just don't realize that that like you know some you know some of the best movies of all time are you know three and a half hours um and you you sit there for some of the movie being like holy fuck this movie sorry holy holy no, crap we're <laughs> okay. all fucking kinds bro you're good okay no cool uh this movie is three and a half hours like oh my god i've been sitting here but then like by the end you feel this like sad like this whole like it's like a whole entire feeling you know of just like um yeah, like you just feel like you watched a, a complete story, um, and 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 sometimes yeah, it's like obviously more sped up when when um, you know it's like the opening match and it's it's fast paced and it's it's just like boom 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 pop done. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like that part I think definitely gets uh, not appreciated, like the build up into things, and I and I think that's the same for like storyline wise as well. You know what I mean? Sometimes people don't appreciate that you know like one one match is going to have kind of a, a, you know, a shitty ending to it just because, um, you know, it, it'll be worth it for the the big payoff at the end. Um, and I think, and I think that's something that's really important to me is, is, you know, when you, when you get those, cause I think those are how the best stories were, were made, you know, just like even by accident, you know, like uh, Debray, WrestleMania 30 kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, just like, yeah, you uh, just like, stuff that takes time and, and, and is worth building and is, and is a hundred percent like a, an art form. Um, and I think that's what really makes me appreciate wrestling too, is I, I, I do feel like a bit of like artistic, um, like freeing from, from, from a lot of the matches, especially when you really kind of get going, uh, get the juices flowing and you can really create something really special. It's very intricate and very multi-layered. Um, yeah, that that's that's when processing it's like really special to me specifically. Yeah, and especially being able to appreciate other people's way of viewing it as well. Um, you know, whether that be you know like deathmatch, even hardcore, um, you know, submission, grapple, wrestling, or just like you know sixty minute friggin' Iron Man kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's just it takes time sometimes. Um, yeah, it takes time. I think yeah. That's I like that. It, it it takes time. It absolutely yeah. does take time. But when you get mm -hmm. to those, like you said, those ultimate payoff moments, then mm -hmm. you're sitting back in your chair and you're like, holy crap, man, after that match, I need a drink. I need a cigarette. Yeah. I got I to gotta go walk around for a few minutes. Yeah. Like, whoo, 
it was so good. And I, yeah. I totally, I totally get where you're going with that. So yeah. you've mentioned a lot throughout this conversation so far, artistic, that word has been thrown around a lot. You've yeah. mentioned various art forms, movies, film, yeah. uh, uh, music, all these things. Mm -hmm. uh, I, myself, uh, I went to the Toronto film school and oh, I right. studied film Very and cool. I majored, I majored in film and television production and oh, I minored awesome. in film history. So I do know a thing or two about nice. film. Yeah, so yeah. I actually, this is very exciting for me. Like I said, this is going to drop in October. So mm -hmm. the spooky season is around. I don't know your feeling on horror movies or thrillers, but are you a fan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, perfect. I'd say so. Yeah, I maybe more so uh, like a couple of years ago, but still. Yeah, still so. Yeah. It, it doesn't Definitely. matter when you get on the bandwagon. Just mm. you're on the bandwagon now. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So my daughter and I have been going down the rabbit hole of films that we never watched because when they came out, she was too young. My wife's a giant chicken. So I had to wait till my daughter was old enough. So I finally have somebody to watch horror movies with. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Thank God. But we've really been watching uh, re recently. We got into Sinister. We got into Insidious. We went back mm -hmm. and watched The Conjurings again, which we absolutely love that entire franchise. But mm -hmm. when it comes to modern day horror films, specifically anything made from 2010 on, I would say the last... 13 years or so of, of horror movie film. Yeah. What would you say yourself personally is one of your favorites from this last, you know, 10 years of new age horror films, new age horror. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean the, both of the Ari Asters, I think are, are my pretty go-tos. I think they, they, they're kind of one of the ones that like drew me back in, um, to like the horror genre i felt like it got pretty not like super like stale stale but it, it got less like experimental i think for a while and it's not that it like it, it goes against a lot of like um just like regular movie tropes it's not that it's completely against those either but it's just the way it it went about and 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 the way it was presented i think was like very unique um and i know it's like it, it Midsummer, I think, is 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 a controversial one for for some people. I think for some reason, but but for me, um, I think that was that was one of like the peak um horror movies. I think of the last decade for sure. Just the the way that um it came about. I think I think sometimes yeah, people kind of are taken back by like the some of the like shock value kind of um spots in it, and and I think that. It's like a it's a really interesting replacement from like uh kind of the uh the like jump scare kind of horror that I think was like pretty prevalent for quite a while. So I think it's like almost like takes its place in there and and for some reason it resonates more with me with just like uh more of an overall uh like vibe to a movie, I think. Mm -hmm. Um it feels like jump scares are kind of just like one second and then you're like, oh my god. Whereas like these these like really shocking uh crazy moments like yeah like in the midsummer like the the um sacri sacrificial like jump off the cliff or whatever like I feel like that is like it stays there and then it's like obviously really gruesome really heavy really gross uh but it's like you're still like that's still like there until like the end you know what i mean it's just it just like it's it's creating the overall vibe of of the movie i think um and not to say that jump scares like don't have their place too i think they 100% do um but yeah i think i think that's so yeah i guess i guess yeah like pretty basic but yeah like midsummer and 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 hereditary were uh really big ones like recency bias too i i watched um talk to me um have you seen that one i have yeah, I really liked that one. I thought it was good. Again, it was kind of like it was like little 
it was like the same like it wasn't like super um groundbreaking or uh not tropey or anything but um I, I just the way it was like kind of presented I think was kind of fun another one and and you can argue for sure whether or not this is horror or not um but uh Cabin in the Woods I think <laughs> so for some reason is just uh uh it was just next level to me for some reason just like it was it's literally the the movie of like horror tropes just like absolutely like um broken apart it's just like it's like making fun of horror movies uh while also being like kind of like a really experimental kind of silly movie in itself uh that one that one really i really like that one for whatever reason it's like very campy kind of mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. uh stupid but uh those ones like catch me every once in a while um I'd say I'd say like those are my pretty top ones. I don't know about talk to me for sure, but I'd say like those three really like stand out to me just as um pretty significant um just in in the the role they play in my mind for horror movies, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree. There's uh, uh Hereditary and Midsummer, you're absolutely right. I I do mm -hmm. I do enjoy the artistic value of those films. And again, mm -hmm. it's all about the build, right? It starts yeah. out very slow, but once it hooks you, fuck mm. does it hook you in a very uncomfortable yet comfortable way if that makes sense it's uncomfortable yeah. but it's still comfortable it's yeah. like that and i i i for me one of the movies that my daughter and i stumbled upon that we absolutely love and now it's become regular rotation we watched it about two years ago but it's a movie called come play it's about a boy who has okay. autism and mm -hmm. he can only communicate through electronic devices so your ipads mm -hmm. your iphones he's got apps that help him talk to his teachers talk to his mom mm -hmm. and then on this app or on this computer he down or downloads an app that's a story, an urban legend mm -hmm. of a character very much like a Slender Man, if you will. Mm. And this character decides or eventually becomes part of this boy's life yeah. where he can't outrun it because it transfers from screen to screen to screen. Uh. And it can move through screens and considering our it's very much a play on technology overtaking our lives. Sure. Yeah. And uh just this was one of the rare horror movies where at the end. I was sad and not sad because it was over sad because the ending I felt was horrible. The ending was fantastic to me. Mm -hmm. I was sad because I felt so bad for this kid. I'm like, mm -hmm. this kid can't catch a break. Yeah, and yeah. I highly recommend anybody that has not seen come play. I highly recommend to check that one out. I really did enjoy it. Uh, yeah. But for me, I'm I'm a classic, you know, Halloween guy. I like my Freddies. I, uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Jason. Jason can, bite the big one i mean hockey masks are not entertaining to me at all mm -hmm. uh and uh texas chainsaw massacre the original uh definitely has a special place in my heart but anything oh. beyond that i don't have the energy for sure. uh, Leatherface was a one-off classic that you need but i mm -hmm. i feel like you're i feel like you're right the artistic value of what we're seeing now also x and pearl were yeah. very oh. very fun rushes very cool. of there. very, very well cool. done I mean, yeah. I felt a little bit uncomfortable when in X, the two old people are, are finally sleeping together and you see a little bit more than you're, than you really want to see. Yeah, but I get yeah. why it had to happen. Sure. It just, for me, it was like a lot. I was like, whew, that's, yeah. is that what I'm going to look like when I'm 75 trying to get some? Yeah. Like, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like A24 as a whole has done like a really cool and and an amazing job of like sponsoring like the the correct films just for like pushing forward like whole not even like uh, strictly horror but horror and like thriller 
kind of movies i think um yeah like and like like lighthouse and stuff like mm-hmm. that one's like super borderline as to like what what it is and then and when what it means and stuff but it's like a super interesting um watch and then like oh and, and uh, like a horror one as well that's 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 theirs uh saint mod have you seen that one no no i have that one's that one, i think that one's on netflix that one's that one's really cool that one's okay. really cool it's like it's like pretty yeah it's it's not like base like um possession it's 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 definitely a lot more to it yeah i like ones that just kind of have a little a little tinge to to the regular yeah so yeah i like i I feel like you and i i feel like you and i can we can definitely vibe on the out of the box style of horror films and i'm digging that what about music what Mm. what does judas icarus rock on his phone when he's at the gym when he's Mm. you know driving to a show what what's your kind of go-to playlist like what do you what do you rock in these days yeah i'm 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 honestly one of the people who uh does not have like a a a regular like playlist and i think that freaks a lot of people out so when when i'm at the gym i'm kind of just letting my entire uh like song selection i'm an apple music guy unfortunately uh my entire like song selection there's nothing thank you yeah i usually get a lot of a lot of uh grief for that or uh yeah so yeah i'm glad i got some uh supporters um but yeah i just let, like like let my entire uh song selection play for uh like most i'm 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 also kind of privy to just listening to like my top the last like 10 songs that i kind of downloaded as well um kind of like more specifics i got um uh like regulars like uh indie rock so like uh peach pit is one um they're like a local vancouver band uh very like soft like indie rock stuff um i really like them and uh travis williams put me on to uh skags previously they're like surfer rock mm-hmm. um from like australia i believe they're they're really good they're they're very um euphoric feeling kind of in the sun look how some of their more like upper built upper lifting songs i guess um yeah it's hard like there's there's not a lot of ton of like very consistent artists that like kind of pop into um my my song selection and stuff it just kind of like what i can find through you know different you know, playlists or, or listening through your know, social media pops up something um I, I listen to like a decent amount of not as not as much anymore but like still like hip-hop and, and r&b and, and rap um i really like uh, like Amine and uh, Black and um, Earth Gang and just the the regular guys too, like uh, you know Kendrick and and J Cole and and oh, Kanye what about and what all. about the Rascals? You're a Van City boy. You got to wrap a couple of the Rascals <laughs> tunes on there, man. I I have I have one or two Rascals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, one yeah. mic. Uh, Rascals wise, one mic. I mean, Northern Touch obviously is a hip hop classic in Canada. You can't mm. go anywhere without Northern Touch. And I would even say uh, the one they did, uh, the one they did with Chaos and uh, Top of the World, Barrington Levy, Chaos and mm. Barrington Levy. Just Barrington Levy's voice, man. Ooh yeah, night and day. Ah, oh, fuck. I can listen <laughs> to that track all day long. That's that's a banger. Uh-huh. All right. So a couple more songs. I'm gonna let you go enjoy your afternoon. But cool. when it comes to Judas Icarus and 2023 being uh, uh, just a fantastic year of growth that you've had this year. You even mentioned in the five question that this year has been really good. Uh, we're mm-hmm. winding down when this drops, it'll be October it, two yep. months after that. And 2023 is in the record books. It's gone. It's never mm-hmm. coming back yeah. uh, at least for not a hundred years. Anyways, what, uh, what's the plan for Judas Icarus 
to end this year and go into next year? Are you still just going to keep on that upward trajectory? Do you have plans to kind of soften it out a bit around the holidays and then kick back up in January? Like what's, what's the mindset for the rest of 2023? Yeah. Um, I think um, so, you know, me and a couple other of the, the Vancouver um, wrestlers have been like really, really blessed to have been put in a position. We, we received um, uh, visas from uh, working with Defy, um, which is an insanely unique opportunity. It usually doesn't come to anybody outside of uh, some, you know, person that works for Impact, person that works for WWE, or person that works for AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of like, or, or, or New Japan, I guess, like outside of those, you know, major companies, it's, it's basically unheard of. Um, so the idea that that we we were able to get confirmed and are able to cross the border into America um, for these bookings just freely and without stress of of you know getting flagged at the border or or something like that happening um, I think is been an insane blessing. Uh, it's it's brought us a lot more opportunities just to you know uh, venture down. Um, so I think that's kind of what I'm still pushing for to the end of 2023. Um, uh, yeah, we're not we're not 100% sure when when uh, how long how much longer we'll we'll have those or or what the opportunity will be afterwards. So I think the important part is just is just pushing through to um, I'm gonna try and do a lot more East Coast um, of America kind of stuff and as well as Ontario. Ontario has been like so good to me in, in, in having me out the, the couple times I've been out, it's been about like four times this year, which is, you know, amazing. And, 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 you know, shout out to all the the companies that have had me out, you know, like smash C4 destiny, uh, Barry and, 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 uh, battle arts. Like it's, it's been, um, really, really cool time. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to come out a couple more times as well. So I think it's just, it's still pushing. I think it's reaching out to more people. I think it's, uh, posting a bit more on social media, uh, cause sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm pretty privy to chilling out, uh, and not posting anything and just kind of like hoping, right yeah, just hoping other people post stuff so I can like retweet it or like put it to my story or something. So I think I got to. I got to work more on that. Uh, but it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's difficult. Like, I think, I think people don't realize how much, uh, work it is to be, uh, you know, like your, your social media manager, be your wrestler, be your, uh, agent, uh, all at the same time. I think that kind of, uh, I think that gets lost sometimes. I'm like, just like, yeah, uh, fans and, 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 uh, you know, like even sometimes like, uh, other wrestlers and, and promoters um it, it is a pretty difficult job to to take on as well on top of like you know whatever you do um during the week as well like your your shoot job and and um which is something that i'm i'm pretty happy with and i'm i'm uh very excited to to go to work a lot of the time as well but it just um it's it's a difficult thing to to balance the two um but uh i've been very fortunate they've you know they've started to give me uh fridays off so i don't have to take them off every uh every week now so i'm a monday to thursday guy which is awesome um so i just yeah it just opens up a lot more opportunities um to still be you know stable in 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 my regular life and then also have the opportunity to you know get myself out to the east coast um and and kind of show what i'm worth and um, you know, get myself down south, um, all this kind of stuff. So 
I I don't think it's it's chilling out at all for the rest of 2023. I think it's I think it's pushing and and, and pushing a bit harder even because um, I think um, there is room there is room to uh, do more. So not chilling. Yeah, I like that. Don't chill. No days off, dude. No days yeah. off. Absolutely none. Sure. this has been a fantastic conversation uh we appreciate the time and i do want to let you Thank know you. now you are officially a member of the straight talk family anytime you want to come back on we will be more than honored and privileged to have you back on the show my dude before cool. you go even though he's not he already did say he's not active but he's going to be more active that's what 2023 is about it's pushing through being more active please judas uh -huh. shout out your socials so everyone can keep up on your amazing journey Dude, okay, let me let me let me let me look up for a hundred percent sure because I have ones that are like are like Judas Icarus and then ones like the Judas Icarus and then I always get confused. So Instagram Judas Icarus, just straight up Judas Icarus, and then X we have the Judas Icarus, we have the Judas Icarus. Mm -hmm. Um, Facebook, I definitely lost uh my uh fan account, but you can be on there. You can like it. You can see all my old stuff. Um, yeah. it's around. I might get, you know, in in it again one day. Who knows? I have no idea how to do it. Facebook doesn't really <laughs> help me at all. But Instagram and X, oh, are people doing it? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I'll probably hop in there eventually. Um, but I think those are the those are the main ones that I've been I've been frequenting and I'll and I'll keep reposting and 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 posting stuff and keeping everybody updated about what I'm doing. So, yeah, those are the main ones. Absolutely fantastic. And when this interview drops, don't worry. I will make sure to tag you in everything and you. send you the story. So all you got to do is just repost. That's all uh, you yeah, got. Yeah. I will make it easy. All right, guys. That's it for this one. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on that notification bell so you get notified each time we post a video. Alternatively, you can check us out on all podcast platforms and host it on Podbean. We are also available on the SNME Network. That's the Sunday Night Main Event Patreon. Please feel free to check us out there as well. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore Straight Talk on Twitter, at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram, Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, Straight Talk Wrestling on TikTok. And of course, you can check out all our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com. I don't need to make a...